When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prepare to be unmasked. We said we were going to blow your mind. And we're in the end game now. You can feel the pressure in the air. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, September 29th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. She's conquered the broadcast networks, and now Shonda Rhimes is conquering streaming. During Monday's Code Conference in Beverly Hills, Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos released new data revealing that Rhimes' Bridgerton is the streamer's most watched series. That's based on internal numbers that measure the number of Netflix households streaming the series, as well as viewing hours. According to the data, 82 million subscribers tuned into the period drama for at least two minutes during its first 28 days on the platform. But Sarandos teased that Bridgerton might not reign supreme for long, indicating that the Korean survival drama Squid Game, which debuted September 17th, stands to edge the drama out of the top spot. And Wolf Entertainment as in Uber producer Dick Wolf, announced Tuesday that the OG Law & Order is returning for a 21st season, more than a decade after it initially handed in its badge and gun. In a statement, Wolf said, quote, There are very few things in life that are literally dreams come true. This is mine. No premiere date or casting information was made available. The original Law & Order launched in September 1990, featuring a host of memorable characters over the years, played by actors including the late Jerry Orbach, Jesse L. Martin, Essie Patham-Merkerson, Chris Noth, Benjamin Bratt, Sam Waterston, Jill Hennessy, and Angie Harmon. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, time to unmask today's top three picks, starting with number three, The Masked Singer. After last week's two-night season six premiere, Group B takes the stage tonight for the first time with contestants including Cupcake, Dalmatian, Queen of Hearts, The Two-Person Banana Split, and Mallard, whose clues seem to point to a country singer. Here's a clip from the episode. I'm having fun with this one, actually, because a self-made man that the vocal reminds me of, country singer, very famous, Alan Jackson. Love Alan Jackson. Good place to start. But then the wheels start turning. I'm thinking Chris Pratt, uh, friendships, who's at the point of their career where they can do anything they want and just enjoy themselves, Garth Brooks. Oh, that's a fun guess. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a good one. Even he's (laughs) impressed with himself on that one. Good job, Robin. And just wait until you see what happens in response to Ken's guess for the Mallard. This show keeps getting wilder every season. Speaking of which, will a panelist use the new take it off buzzer to potentially instantly unmask a contestant this week? Eh, Probably not, but at least one person will be eliminated and unmasked tonight. Tune in to Fox at 8 p.m. to see how it all goes down. 
Now, grab a glass of wine for today's number two pick, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. As the trip to Del Mar continues, the ladies tour some local wineries in this week's episode, aptly titled Overpoured and Overboard, and get a taste of yet another shocking story from Erica, who also overhears Garcelle and Sutton talking about her. The season really doesn't let up, does it? And later on, a sunset cruise heads for choppy waters as Garcelle suggests the game of Never Have I Ever, which quickly puts the women in the hot seat. Here's a clip from the episode. Forgive us, Troy, for anything that you hear after Troy, this. Troy, yeah, sorry. That's all right. Never have I ever had sex on an airplane bathroom. Oh, girl. In anyway. an airplane bathroom. So, mile high club. I wish I right. had. I would have liked to, but I didn't. Uh, I never have. <laughs> all right. You did too. We both did. The sister's right. I'm a member of the Mile High Club, okay? But it was a commercial flight. <laughs> okay? These are dumb moves made by young, dumb people. This is not some romantic private plane situation. That's yet to come. Kathy? Okay. Never, ever, have, have I ever. Never, ever. No, never have I ever. Never have I ever had sex in a doctor's office. Oh. I've sat in the hospital, so I'll say I don't know. Kathy's a good example of a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. I do believe Kathy Hilton's a freak. You know why? Genetics. Surely that game will stay pleasant and fun, right? I mean, right? Hmm. Well, only one way to find out. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills set sail tonight at 8 on Bravo. Trivia. It's trivia time. Outside of The Real Housewives, Garcelle Beauvais is mainly known for her acting and reprised her role from what 80s comedy in a recent sequel? Ghostbusters, Coming to America, or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Wrestling fans should be sure to tune in to the premiere of TNT's Roads to the Top tonight. The show follows married pro wrestlers Cody and Brandy Rhodes as they juggle their growing family and the AEW wrestling empire. And, of course, their TV viewing schedules. So, we ask the Rhodeses, what you watching? So, what I'm watching season after season is American Horror Story. And we're approaching that spooky time of year again. And so it's getting in my my bones, my blood, wanting to watch American Horror Story. And the reason I love American Horror Story is you can jump all around. You don't mm. have 
to have seen certain seasons to understand other seasons, but they do put little nuggets in so that if you did, it doesn't help, but it's like a nod to you that, Hey, you saw season one. And now here in season four, we're throwing a little reference back, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. So I'm also a huge fan of horror. I think that the way that they do it is very approachable, understandable. It's not too nuancy and crazy, but it does have a good spooky vibe and the stories are amazing. You know, I love all horror, but sometimes let's, let's face it in horror. Sometimes we're just getting blood and guts and nothing else, like Mm. nothing of substance. It makes no sense. We're just, it's just creativity. Uh, in this series, you, you get to think you, you just get to have fun with it. So I love it. American horror story. That's what I'm watching. What I'm currently watching is masters of the universe revelations on Netflix, but here's the catch. That got me hooked because it's based on the filmation series from our childhood that we all loved and was a billion dollar toy industry. Flip the script on me. Masters of the Universe has another show on Netflix that's for children, but it's not really because it's just as good as the Kevin Smith series. So if you're a Masters of the Universe fan and I, my midlife crisis has involved me collecting Masters of the Universe figures, old, new, whatever have you, vintage, however you want to look at it. I'm in the golden age. I can watch the new show that's based basically a brand new sprouting up from nowhere kids show masters of the universe, or I can watch masterverse, a continued version, the revelation show of the filmation series with Mark Hamill doing Skeletor. So besides the office, that's all I'm watching. And that's all I have time to watch. And please don't make another show. Cause I can't juggle a third master show. Netflix take note. Everyone else, you can find every season of American Horror Story on Hulu, including the currently airing 10th season, Double Feature, and catch the premiere of Roads to the Top tonight at 10 on TNT. And now let's get the household together for our number one pick, the season finale of Big Brother. Yep, the 23rd season of the CBS reality show is coming to an end after a 12-week run full of dramatic twists and turns, not least of which was last week's eviction. More on that in a minute. As the final three house guests, Aza, Derek F., and Xavier, head into the finale, it looks like it's Xavier's game to lose. But is there any chance of a last-minute upset? Returning to what to watch to break it all down is EW's resident big brother expert, Dalton Ross. Hey, Dalton, how's it going? Well, better for me than for you, because, Jared, you're now slumming talking to me about big brother. You've been trying to avoid this all season long. (laughs) Yes, you have. Yes, you have. I don't blame you. You're in the gutters now Not with me on, on, a, yeah. on cheesy reality television. <laughs> Where you belong, sir. Look, I, I love cheesy reality television, but what a season this has been uh, in, in so many ways. We're, of course, down to the finale. Three house guests left. But before we get into them, let's talk about that last eviction because there was much to do about it. Yes? Yeah. You're right, first off, when you say it's been a great season. It's not very often recently we can say it's a great season of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because this season, as well one of the same problems that all the other bad seasons have had, which is very predictable, right? Like one big alliance comes in and mm. mows down the competition, but it's been so enjoyable yeah. to watch because for once we had people to actually root for. It was a great, great cast. Obviously, um, you know, the new CBS diversity mandate uh, giving us a much more diverse cast. And obviously sure. you had this group of six people, six black contestants that on day one said, we're going to stick together. And they did yeah. and made it all the way to the final six. <laughs> That's I don't think it's ever happened before. 
But then, Jared, they had to start turning on each other, which they knew they were going to have to do. Right. And even as they were doing it, and we had the double eviction uh, the other night, when uh, the other week when mm-hmm. Tiffany and Hannah went out, and they you know, weren't happy about it, but respected it, it was fine. Well, that was not the case last weekend. Kyland was blindsided by Xavier and Derek, and he was not happy about it. And he basically, mm-hmm. on his way out the door, called Xavier out for being a bad uncle to his nephew, Kobe, for being a bad inspiration. Oh. And, and you don't... You don't do that. You oh. don't call out someone's family and young family members. Yeah. Xavier clearly did not appreciate that. You heard Julie Chen Moonves all of a sudden, you know, Kylan, leave the house. Leave the house immediately before something escalated to a place where no one wanted it to go. It was pretty tense. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Let, let's not bring up the family for sure. Okay. So then let's size up these final three, Xavier, Derek, and Aza. What do you make of them? Yeah. I mean, this is, and Julie Chen Muvez said it in my Q&A with her this week, this is Xavier's game to lose. He mm. has been the dominant force all season. He's thrown every challenge because he didn't need to win it. He has just been a really good, he's been kind of everyone's therapist in the house. He's just has mm. everyone's respect for a game really well played. The few times he did need to win a challenge, he did go ahead and win them so he could dominate when he wanted to. And he's just everything you want in a big brother player. Great social player, great strategist, great challenge beast mm. when he wants to be. And it, mm-hmm. it, it would, at this point, almost be shocking if he did not win. But that doesn't mean he will. <laughs> We've seen people dominate this game before and lose. There, I think the biggest threat is Big D uh, or, or Derek F. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is just, I'll tell you, you know, Jared, he's certainly not the strategic mastermind, but his social game is fantastic. He's just lovable. Mm-hmm. He's fun. He makes everyone laugh. That can go sometimes a long way with the jury. I'm not saying he's going to win, yeah. but I'm just saying... We've seen weird things happen at the end of Big Brother, and because Derek is so beloved, he could pull out the win. But the problem is, usually, Jared, that only works when you're going against a player who people are really bitter and angry with. And I'm not sure anyone other than maybe Kyle is bitter or angry with Xavier. Okay, so then all of that said, of course, someone is going to win. They're going to win big. But there's another prize at play here, the Fan Favorite Award. Who do you think's in the running for that? I think they got three people in the running for this. I think Xavier's in the running. If he gets both of these, that's a big payday. Yeah. I think Tiffany is in the running. She's the one, Jared, that she had a the great strategic plan where she said, all right, we are the mm-hmm. six in the alliance. We each need a buddy. And whenever you want to put that buddy out to evict, you put one of us up. So no one will get wind that we're in an alliance because we're always going to keep putting ourselves on the block with them. It was a brilliant strategy. It was a way no one realized that there was even an alliance working against them. And so fans love Tiffany. Mm-hmm. And then you have Derek X. Uh, Derek X is a big fan favorite. The only problem is he went out kind of early. He's in the jury. He hasn't been on the show for a little while. Uh, So I wonder if he's sort of a little bit out of sight, out of mind. But I'd say it's between those three. And if you're going to ask me who I'd pick, I'll guess Tiffany. Oh. We'll see. I could easily be wrong. Yeah, your reasoning there, the rationale was fantastic, and um, we shall see how it all plays out. The Big Brother season finale starts tonight at 9 o'clock on CBS. Dalton, thank you so much as always. Absolutely, Jared. Welcome to the gutter, my man. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Real housewife Garcelle Beauvais reprised her role from what 80s comedy in a recent sequel? Ghostbusters, Coming to America, or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? 
Well, don't expect the royal treatment if you got this one right, but the answer is coming to America. Beauvais played a royal rose bearer in the 1988 Eddie Murphy comedy and reprised the role in this year's sequel, Coming to, that's the number two, America. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.